This is Wellspring, presented by Corwell Health Zealand Hospital on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. And for this Thursday, October the 12th, we say good morning, I should say, to Meredith Scrotenborg. Hey, good morning, Gary, and welcome to Wellspring, everyone, a broadcast sponsored by Coral Health Zealand Hospital. And this morning, we are delighted to introduce you to urologist Dr. Hector Pimentel. Dr. Pimentel has been practicing in Grand Rapids for years and just last week expanded his practice to the lakeshore along with his colleague, Dr. Boldhouse. They're now seeing patients at Corwell Health Spectrum Health Holland Integrated Care Campus that's on Lakewood and will start surgical procedures at Corwell Health Zealand Hospital towards the end of this year. We are so excited to have their expertise closer to home. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, Dr. Pimentel. First of all, tell us about yourself. Where did you grow up and eventually go to med school? Well, thank you for having me. Um, I am originally from San Diego, California, but um, I've, I've been out here for at least 25 years. I'd have to probably count on that. So I'm more familiar with Michigan probably than I am with my hometown. Um, I, um, in college, I went to Notre Dame uh, in, in Indiana, which is only about 90 miles from here. And I uh, met my wife there and she's from Grand Rapids. So after college, I um, applied to medical schools and I ended up coming to a place closer to her family, <laughs> which is no surprise. It would have been mine or hers probably. And that was uh, University of Michigan. So that's how I ended up here. And I, I've been here ever since I was probably 17 and a half. Fantastic. Why did you decide to pursue medicine? Have you always wanted to be a urologist? Or I think I read somewhere that you had thought about maybe engineering at one point. Um, yeah, when I was very young and in high school, I thought about engineering. I, I like sciences and the maths uh, better than um, like literature um, and things like that. But um, when I was uh, in high school, I, I we read a book. The pro people probably know it better as a movie, but um, I read a book called Jurassic Park, and um, the, the dinosaurs didn't interest me as much as the the, uh, the DNA and the biology of it. And it was fascinating how powerful that was, and I knew that it was all based on real things, which we're using now, even nowadays. Now, you know, thirty years later since I graduated high school, probably, but um, that really got me interested a little bit more into the biology. And um, I had a family friend who was a physician. A fam uh, he's a family family doctor of my family. So we, I, I grew up with his children, and my grandparents knew him. He was about my grandparents' age. Sure. And so I really respected him, and, and um, I appreciated what he did for, for everyone in, in the neighborhood. He was kind of like a neighborhood family doctor. So that, that, those two things together got me focused more on medicine. I love that. The combination of seeing Jurassic Park and having a doctor in your neighborhood. I love that, that is fantastic. How did you choose urology specifically? Obviously the field of medicine is so broad. How did you choose urology? That goes to show you um, how much I know about <laughs> what the future holds. Um, I wanted to do family medicine. That's why I went to U of M for actually, that was what I was gearing for. Uh, during um, my first rotation with, with actual patients, we the first rotation you do is usually the one you're least interested in because you're learning you don't want, you want to present yourself very well towards the end of the year 
my first addiction was surgery and I loved it. And I loved, uh, vas we did vascular surgery, general surgery, and I really, really enjoyed it. And I was very surprised by that. So, um, and then when I did my family medicine rotation, which was later in the year, I realized, wow, I, I, I think I'm more interested in the surgical aspects uh, of medicine um, than uh, just strictly clinic based. So um, my uh, family friend, he actually did almost everything, but he was, but that was an old, you know, this is over 30 years ago, an old fashioned type of family doctor, they, which really, um, they did obstetrics, they did, you know, little procedures. And that really was not um, something we do now in modern medicine. Yeah. The one specialty that does a little bit more variety is urology. So, so I started looking into that and we can do procedure, surgery, and we still get to see patients over a long-term period of time as well in the office. So it, it was a nice, um, a nice, um, you know, get together both of those different aspects. So. Absolutely. A nice mix, a lot of nice variety. Um, tell us a little bit about your clinical interests and or your specialties. You're, you're treating um, all genders. Yes, we're treating all genders. So the main thing we do on urology, the, probably the, the, the biggest medical issue we deal with it are men or women who are having difficulty with urination. Either they're unable to empty out or they're unable to hold it, you know, either incontinence, just going too often, too frequently, um, or, you know, they're blocked up for some reason or another. And um, so that's our main specialty. That's probably what we, we deal with day in and day out. I am also um, particularly interested in infertility. So that I'm the one in our group here so far. I'm the only one who does issues with that, which basically help men have kid children. So if you're having trouble with kids, I, I'm, I'm kind of one of the guys in that group. But um, and I do a lot of kidney stones. I do a lot of complicated kidney stones in our in our practice, along with another gentleman in our group. So those are my That's main interests. That's really I'm really excited to hear you say that because I don't know how many specialists we have on the lakeshore that are that have male infertility as one of their focuses. It's really exciting to me to think that someone who's living in Holland, Zealand, West Olive, West, you know, here in West Ottawa, Sagatuck, what have you, could come and make an appointment with you, you know, at um, our Lakewood campus, or, you know, could have a surgical procedure done right there in Zealand when you eventually start surgery uh, later towards the end of this year. It's exciting to me to think that um, we have your expertise locally. That's that's really exciting. Um, and, you know, a follow-up question might be, what do you find most rewarding about it? I think about how um, huge those issues are, whether it be urination, but also infertility and how life-changing both of those are, you know, very different spectrums. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, probably the most common issue that, that, um, we see in women is sometimes they, they have incontinence and that's a, it's not a life-threatening issue, but it's a very, um, um, painful issue emotionally to deal with, especially if you want to go out with family or friends or go, out to dinner or to your kids, the games, and to deal with that and worry if you're going to have an accident. I mean, that's something nobody wants to deal with. It's embarrassing. Um, you know, maybe it shouldn't be, but it is for most of us. And helping someone with that is, is certainly very rewarding because the, the operations for that uh, tend to be very effective. On the opposite of that, men usually have the opposite problem where they have a very uh, 
challenging time emptying out. Maybe they, they can, some people can't even go at all. They might need a tube or a catheter to drain their bladder, or they might even have to use that themselves every couple times a day. And helping them uh, fix that issue is also very, very helpful. I mean, it's it's from having to have carry around catheters to empty out your bladder to being able to go to the bathroom like everyone else. That's also a very satisfying thing to help with. Certainly, if with infertility, if you can help someone have a child, I mean, that's, you know, what kind of bigger blessings can you have in life than, than yeah. helping to raise and, you know, raise your children. So not much. Absolutely. And how how many kids do you have, Dr. Pimentel? I have five. Which is awesome. You have a very busy household, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I do. My wife does a lot of the work too, though. <laughs> <laughs> it requires a big team effort and friends, church, everything. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, can what would you say is the most challenging thing about the field of urology? I think in medicine in general, the most challenging thing is that um, you know, there, as we try to help people, there's always going to be some people that we are not unable to help. There, there might not be enough advancements in medicine to help with certain particular issues. Certainly with infertility, there's some people that um, we cannot help. Same with the incontinence issue. Some people, you have to use the catheter. No matter what we do, um, that's very difficult to tell someone that, that we're going to have to learn how to work around the medical problem or the issue as opposed mm -hmm. to overcome it. That's very hard. As well as, you know, there's always complications whenever we do surgery to help others. Um, you know, we're, we are, we're limited. We're, we don't, we don't, uh, can't, we can't achieve perfection. You know, there's only one guy who can, and he's, he's not here. He's up in the heavens, but the rest <laughs> of us have to do our best. And, and knowing that once in a while, we are going to have some challenges and even, even have complications. So that's very tough to deal with yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, one more question for you about male infertility, because I think so often, even in today's modern medicine, there's a misconception that it's usually the woman's issue. And that in many cases isn't true, but it's oftentimes the woman that kind of gets investigated first. When we talk about male infertility, are there some main causes that you then surgically assist with? Or what exactly does that look like? What are we talking about when we're talking about male infertility? You know, it's probably the biggest issue right now in 2023 is probably for infertility is the same issue as in all of medicine right now. And that's kind of our the lifestyle and the culture uh, of our health. And uh, in general, kind of all that junk food, um, extra weight gain, lack of exercise, lack of sleep. Um, those things affect fertility very quickly because fertility is not, you know, like the heart or brain where the, the body prioritizes that very, very highly. So if you're, you're not getting your sleep, your exercise, you're eating well, not drinking too much or doing other illicit drugs, um, it, it can suffer. That's probably the biggest thing that we see. It's not, it's probably not the one that affects people the strongest overall, as opposed to some genetic issues you might just be born with. But but that's really probably the one we have the most control over is kind of getting back to those normal, healthy lifestyle things, the things that are hard for all of us that require time and effort to, to improve on. Yeah, absolutely. That's probably the biggest issue. Dr. Pimentel, tell us why you're happy to be practicing here on the Lakeshore. Well, I was here uh, 
at Zealand for about six, seven years before I got called back because of uh, how busy we were in Grand Rapids. But um, I really enjoyed my time here. Uh, the people here are, are just wonderful to help and work with. Um, and we also want to be available for people, uh, you know, who, especially if you're a little older patients or people who maybe don't have as much uh, flexibility with their work, getting off of work. So it's nice to have a, um, an option closer to where they live than to always having to come to a bigger city or drive around and get help there. Absolutely. It can be a little bit intimidating. Um, yeah, it can be intimidating for folks to make that trek to GR. So we're super grateful to, to have your expertise close by. Um, to help our listeners get to know you better here as we as we get closer to the end of this interview, what do you like to do in your spare time? Not that you have any with five kids. Yeah, I I um I do enjoy spending a lot of time with my children for sure. <laughs> um I I am a kind of a basketball fan. Right. So West Michigan is a pretty big basketball uh and football really, but basketball um state, I would say. Michigan is, is big into basketball. So my oldest plays basketball at unity and so we're always there watching games and nowadays these kids have things all year long with different uh sports so we travel with him a bit uh my daughter's also and i and i like to play although i am getting to a stage where i, I the last time i played was about a year ago in a rec league okay so i i still enjoy it but I, i'm a little bit too old for that <laughs> so i might have to sit back and watch uh, more of these uh, basketball and volleyball. Now I have two girls who are really big into volleyball. They're actually pretty good now too. So those are those are probably the two biggest things I do. Yeah, and that I read. Is... My wife and I love to read. So wonderful, Dr. Pimentel. We are so excited to have you practicing uh, right there on East Lakewood, and thrilled that you'll be doing surgical procedures in Zealand. Uh, thank you for being so generous with your time. Uh, we appreciate it so much. And we want to thank our listeners for listening in. Until next week, Coral Health Zealand Hospital wishes you well. Thanks for listening to Wellspring from Corwell Health Zealand Hospital on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC.